0: On someone's birthday in my family, I would wake up really early because I wanted to be up before they would, make them breakfast, and then it was breakfast in bed that you would bring them. And so just the passion of making people feel really good through my food, I wanted to bring them joy. And I'd seen that exhibited through my great-grandmother and how she exhibited hospitality to people. And I just remember looking at the faces of the people eating her food, and I thought, I want to do that.
1: Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Trevor Talks. I'm your host, Trevor Tyson, and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us today. This is going to be so much fun, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Life Audio, and I just want to encourage you to go check them out. Go find your next favorite podcast or listen to mine, whatever you want to do. LifeAudio.com. Again, that's LifeAudio.com. Today's guest is the season one winner of Fox's Hit Reality Cooking, Show Master Chef and has gone on to publish several cookbooks as well as become an entrepreneur with her craft by starting Whitney's Cookies, among other ventures along the way. You may have seen her on Good Morning America, Huckabee, or even read about her in Southern Living. Please help me welcome the Master Chef herself, Whitney Miller. Whitney, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Trevor. It's wonderful to be here today.
1: Look, I'm just excited to get to chat with somebody that knows a thing or two about cooking because to my knowledge, there hasn't been a chef on the show. I'm positive of that. And I'm definitely nowhere close to a chef, nor the less a master chef. So I'm grateful to have you here. Maybe I'll learn a thing or two and uh, be able to cook something other than Easy Mac after this conversation.
0: Yes, I'll give you any and all the tips that you need. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I love it. And it looks like you've been super busy, especially after winning the show. Obviously it's been quite a while, but you just haven't stopped. You keep going and going and going and as people may see in this interview, you have a little son running around here. So could you update us? Like what does life look like now in twenty twenty three versus when you were twenty two years old winning the show Master Chef?
0: So much has transpired. Um When I was 22 on the show, um, I tell people a lot, like, if I had to do the show all over again at this age, 35, it would be totally different. I mean, I just went in, like, young, gung-ho, somewhat naive, and (laughs) it was just, like, the perfect, literally the perfect timing, though. Um, I mean, I didn't have, uh, besides just my, you know, family and siblings, Mm -hmm. um, but when you leave to go do a show for a month and a half, like, that's... That's really hard, and you're cut off from everyone. So, I grew so much of my faith during that time. But if I would have been able to do the show like now and then just had family and stuff just to worry about and just think through, I think it'd been a lot harder just mentally um, and even physically. <laughs> so, I'm really <laughs> glad I did that 22, but so much has happened. Um, I actually met my husband because it was a, a food event um, that I was a guest uh, celebrity chef at. So the Lord has, you know, weaved all these really neat stories along the way um, into my story and provided so many opportunities like um, my first cookbook, um, my second cookbook, New Southern Table, um, and then most recently my cookie company, Whitney's Cookies.
1: Well, after reading your bio and getting to check out a little bit of your tenure on MasterChef, number one, I want to try these cookies. Number two, to comment on your husband meeting you at an event, he lucked out. So he goes to an event and he's like, yeah, there's going to be a celebrity chef there. And then he goes home like, dude, I got a date. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) I love that story.
0: (laughs) Yes, The headline for the um, town that the event was held at um, afterwards when my husband and I we um, were engaged was love at first bite. And it was true because <laughs> he got to try my food before he met me.
1: <laughs> That's so awesome. And I want to hear a little bit of the backstory of uh, number one, why you auditioned for the show, what mm-hmm. life looked like before, like obviously winning the show, but even joining the cast for season one. It was a brand new show at the time. You were 22. You were still in college at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that all in its own is a whole story. So could we start off there? What was life like before winning MasterChef?
0: So I'd always loved to cook. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a great grandmother that um, she loved till I was um, 23. Um, at 97, she had passed. And she taught me so much from a very young age, as well as my mom. My mom taught me like the creativity of cooking. My grandmother taught me like the good basics of Southern cooking. So, from that young age, I always had that inside of me that I loved to cook, and I aspired to be a pastry chef really early on. Mm -hmm. So, at um, my senior year of college, I was like, somehow I got into doing nutrition. Um, I was also a um, tennis player, so I played my first years of college. And he's a little, um, he's one of my best taste testers, too. Um, But I... (laughs) New knew in that senior year, I really don't want to be in like um, a hospital setting as a dietitian. I want to be in a kitchen. And so I wow. prayed about it and the Lord just led me to that. So I was like, okay, I'm after, you know, I finished college, I'm going to start my own catering business and this is the way to go. Well, wow. in that last semester, I came across the auditions for Master Chef, and I was like, okay, this could be the opportunity for me to launch my career as a chef. And I auditioned, had no clue what MasterChef was because it didn't exist in the U.S. So thankfully there were um, the U.K. version and Australia version. So I looked those up and had a little bit of, you know, um, refreshment on like what this would be. Um, But Gordon Ramsay had no clue who he was until I Googled him and I was terrified. (laughs) Ooh,
1: hell's kitchen. Who's that?
0: (laughs) I was like, what am I getting myself into? And let me tell you, when you meet him in person, like he's tall and he's built and he's intimidating. So as a 22 year old, I was like, from a little town in Mississippi, it was quite something um, just to be on set and to meet him.
1: Yeah, and he was actually the first person to taste your cooking and was actually impressed right off the bat, right? That's actually hilarious because – right when they show you they have your family in like your sister i think it's your sister actually backs you up they're like you're too young for this this is a cutthroat show it's not gonna work you're not gonna be able to handle it and she's like well actually here's some truth behind it and then you made it onto the show less, you go on and win the whole thing that what a change of events there and the fact that he's like Oh, this is great. And yeah. then they're like, Ah, she's a little too young, but you actually go in and show all these like people who have been cooking a long time how it's done in the cook kitchen. That's incredible. Like that's a whole testimony of its own.
0: It was when I even think back, because people um are able to watch it like the whole season on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And so I'll have people come up to me just, you know, on a daily or reach out to me online and they're like, Oh my gosh, and they're like, wait a second that was in 2010 they're like there's no way that was that long ago i mean because to them was just so new uh and so it's fun to like relive it but even now like still thinking back it's like oh but i could not have done that without the lord because he was there so much throughout the way um and i prayed over every single dish and i remember going to judging and being just like oh lord Oh, Lord, go before me,
1: (laughs) especially now, before we uh, keep going, I want you to introduce your little guy to everybody that's watching on YouTube right now, because he's the star of the show right now. So who do we have here?
0: This is Harrison. This is my youngest and he's (laughs) Harrison and just a couple months
1: sheesh getting old four years old i i can't remember being that age but i was definitely busy just like he is so we're grateful that harrison's here too <laughs> but, so when did passion come into play for you as a cook as a chef and even as a pastry baker i know for myself like i when i started running my mouth prior to like me speaking and stuff, my mom and dad were like, he's not going to talk. Like he's not talking. And then somebody wisely told them, well, when he gets started, he probably won't shut up. And that's how Trevor (laughs) talks was birthed into things. So I'm curious to know when did cooking become a passion for you?
0: It really was early on. Um, So something we did in my family um, was we always want to make each other feel special, especially for events. And so I remember for like, um, on someone's birthday in my family, I would wake up really early because I wanted to be up before they would, make them breakfast, and then it was breakfast in bed that you would bring them. And so just the passion of making people feel really good through my food, I wanted to bring them joy. And I'd seen that exhibited through my great-grandmother and how she exhibited hospitality to people. And I just remember looking at the faces of the people eating her food, and I thought, I want to do that. So it was very early on. And really that passion has always been there. Um, And then I thought, well, how can I use this to serve you, Lord? And the Lord showed me early on at 10 years old during a sermon about spiritual gifts that um, my spiritual gift was cooking. And at 10, I thought, well, that's not one to list, you know, but it was hospitality. And so that is something that um, even though it's something inside of me, I still have to work on. And then there's several scriptures that says that, like, you know, do not grumble, (laughs) practice hospitality. And so I'm reminded, like, you know, even something that I'm really good at, I can still struggle at it, you know, using it as a service. And so I have to ask Lord, okay, Lord, you know, thank you for that reminder and keep me going.
1: come on and since winning the show you've been able to cook for some heavy hitters like chrissy Teigen, chip and joanna Gaines, tim tebow chris tomlin of all people come on now and that really has to be encouraging to you specifically as a chef like having not that they are any bigger than anybody else they have platforms and most likely had a career before you won one master chef so being able to cook for people that have such influence and seeing them react to the taste of your food was that encouraging to you?
0: Yes. Uh, I remember, I think the most fun had to be, uh, cooking for Chip and Joanna because they had such great personalities and I got to take over Magnolia Table and it was like at night. So they were closed and I was doing this, um, uh, auction dinner. So Chip and Joanna hosted and I was the cook and it was just so much fun. I remember Chip coming back and he was like, what else do you have for me to eat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. And people see the Magnolia, like empire that they've built. And I can only imagine how big that kitchen is. That had to be quite the place to cook a meal. <laughs>
0: yeah, so with, I mean, oh, just the yeah. kitchens I've got to go in, it's like, really Lord? Like I would have never, never thought like I've, cooked in kitchens um, at St. Regis Hotels in China where I didn't even know what ingredients I was working with. The people around me did not speak English. Like It's a lot of prayer uh, (laughs) and just a lot of fun that I get to have.
1: I love it. And with all the lights and cameras being around to jumpstart your career through MasterChef, and you've been able to travel the world, speak, share your story, talk about your cookbooks, and just the thing that you love to do most, make people happy with your food. I can imagine the first time being on a show like MasterChef, there had to be some like anxious thoughts like going into it. How did you overcome these thoughts and realize, okay, I can win this thing. I'm going to ground myself in prayer. I'm going to like actually go after this and I'm not going to listen to the voices in my head.
0: So one thing that I prayed for and he went before me was he instilled in me, the Lord instilled me confidence. Like he instilled in me at 22 years old, this confidence in cooking that I shouldn't have had. I mean, I walked in, like I've been cooking for 10 years. Like I've been cooking by myself in the kitchen since 12 years old. So, you know, going in with this confidence was obviously the Lord. And then, you know, once I was inside the kitchen and I'm competing, I mean, there were lots of things that I had never cooked before, like a pork chop. Um, i had never made a fried egg, which I ended up doing in one of the challenges. Um, so there were several things that I had to overcome. And I'm literally praying step by step, making some of these dishes. And the Lord just showed up and showed out and I never cooked a pork chop before until then and won that challenge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so wow! Like, only you, Lord. Dude, if I would have tried to cook a pork chop, they wouldn't have been able to eat it. Like, it would have been bad. <laughs> so the fact that you were able to do it right off the bat, that's impressive all in its own. So you are now an entrepreneur. I mean, you have been, but now you have mm-hmm. an actual company in Franklin, Tennessee. What can you tell us about Whitney's Cookies?
0: So Whitney's Cookies, I started because I would hear people say, I want to try your cooking. And I initially was like, Lord, I don't know if I want to do just a cookie company. I was like, I I, you know, I could do so many things. But a friend, um, a family friend said, Whitney, your brownie cookie that's in your second cookbook is so good. Why don't you start a cookie company? And I'll order, you know, your cookies for my clients. So I literally mulled over it, prayed over it for a while. And then finally, the Lord's like, this is for you. And I started doing my testing. I was actually um, a new mom at that time, testing <laughs> these recipes while he was a little baby. And I started falling in love with cookies. So I launched it. Um, we started shipping in January 2020 um, 20 of all times, wow. but the Lord blessed it. Um, it was really humbling to be a part of when people couldn't see each other, they would send cookies, and the notes that I got to write with those from people of, you know, I can't be with you, but I just wanted to send you a little something. And so, my whole mission that year was spreading joy through cookies. And I continue to be able to do that and pour lots of love into each, you know, batch of cookies that I make.
1: That's so awesome. So, we can actually go and order your cookies right now, right?
0: Yes, and you can get them delivered to your door.
1: You guys heard it here first, or maybe you've been following her for years. Go order some cookies. That is awesome. I'm genuinely going to do that after we get off of this because I need to try some of these. Now, with all of the stress, all of the things that come with being a new mom and becoming an entrepreneur at the same time, did you notice any crossover challenges? Like, there's stress in starting a business. There's stress in being a new mom. They're both full-time jobs. What balance did you have to find in that, and how did the two intersect with starting a company and having a child?
0: Um, Yes not easy (laughs) Um, being an entrepreneur and a mom um, is yes I'm like Lord only you would design the timing Um, but he was just a little baby uh, when I started it and he was in the you know kitchen and his little pack-and-play while I was with um, you know my employees making cookie dough and there's a lot of late (laughs) nights. but one thing that I wanted to show my children Um, is the hard work that goes into something but then also like why I'm doing it and like you know I feel like the Lord's calling me to do this and I want to serve him through the opportunities he's given me and the talents he's given me and I want to be able to say Lord I didn't waste the talent that you've given me Um, and so I really see this as more than just a job but it is a ministry um, and it's something that I love to do but even more so love um, how it makes people feel so When you order my cookies, for me, it's that you're not just tasting, you know, hopefully the best cookies you've ever had, but so much more into it.
1: Gosh, that's so good. And you've been so busy. You've had so many passions. You're obviously like double tasking right now with doing an interview and being an amazing mom. So I really want to close out with this. If there are any aspiring chefs or aspiring entrepreneurs out there, or maybe even cookbook authors or authors in general that don't necessarily know where to start because they have those thoughts in their head of a sort of imposter syndrome or feel like they're not good enough to do that, what would a message from Whitney? Miller be to them.
0: Yes. Never let anyone tell you that you're too young, you're too old, you have too much going on, because if the Lord, if you've prayed over and the Lord has directed you to it, just take the first step and it will not be easy. I don't think anything that he's directed me towards so far has necessarily been easy, but I've walked that road. And I know that even during the hard times, there's the times that he's maybe called you to that because he wants to bring you closer to him. And I've definitely gotten closer to the Lord through many circumstances in the kitchen through some kitchen disasters is one of those. And he's saw me through it. And that's the part that just, um, I remember when I have a hard time, I'm struggling with something. I'm like, but I remember how he's brought me to it, you know, through it. So I'm like, okay, Lord, So for the next door, I'm going to walk through this one. And I know, Lord, please go for me. And if it's going to be a struggle that, Lord, I know you're going to see me through it. And if not, there's a reason why I need to walk through this door because there's, you know, a test that you need me to take. Um, But I just want to encourage you that if the Lord has it in your plan, do not let fear hold you back.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And I really want to close out with a final question for Mr. Harrison, if that's okay Yes. All right, Harrison. Who makes the best cookies on the planet?
0: Mom. Mom
1: there we go. Where can we find more about mom's books and cookies, Harrison?
0: Whitney's cookies. You
1: can go to Whitney's Cookies
0: dot co for my website. Um, and then you can also follow us on Whitney's Cookies on Instagram and Facebook.
1: Awesome. I love it so much. Whitney, Harrison, thank y'all so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure, and I'm so happy that Harrison was able to join us. This actually made my day. Like, I'm so excited <laughs> that people get to meet you as well, Harrison. Maybe one day you'll be traveling around with your mom sharing your story. You think so? Yeah.
0: See, yeah, I love to cook, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, when you win MasterChef, you got to come on Trevor Talks, okay? Right. <laughs> I love it so much. Y'all be sure to go check out WhitneyMiller.com and Whitney'sCookies.co. We'll have all the links in the description below. Whitney, thank you so much for joining us as well as you, Harrison. And if you're struggling today and you need a little extra encouragement, go check out our friends at HeartSupport.com, which we'll have the link in the description as usual. We love you guys so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye now.